You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. I have to take the easy way out on this, but we always think about like, you know, when somebody unfortunately dies or something, it's like, how could there be like a loving God if, you know, they let this person die or like this tragedy to happen? But a lot of it I think is like, maybe we just don't understand what's happening. You know, it's like, like imagine like trying to teach a dog how to like read or like, I don't know, you know, go to the, (laughs) go, go like, go like to training or something, like go fly the, uh, you know, uh, an aircraft or something. Yeah, it's, not it's just like, like press buttons, but like yeah. actually comprehend everything. Or like tactics and stuff. Like it's just like so out of their like scope and wheelhouse that it's just like, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. they they they're never gonna get there. Like it would that that's never gonna click, you know? Or forget about a dog. Like imagine teaching like just a baby. Yeah. Like an infant larvae. You know, just yeah, and putting them through like the F to you and like yeah. Like, Why do you F- suck? Yeah, having like grade books and like expecting them to like progress, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're still it's trying. Like, Why don't you still, get this? It's not they're tough. still trying to say get off of Goo Goo Gaga. <laughs> yeah. and we're trying to get them to do uh, FCI of zero, you know, bomb fronts and stuff like that. You yeah, know? he's trying to teach him a fix to fix, and he can't even fix his own pants. <laughs> <laughs> can't even wear pants yet. But like, honestly, you think about it, really, like that's. Even comparing like our base, like like me and you, baseline knowledge to like we'll just say I don't know like Stephen Hawking or something, or like even Einstein, just some of that stuff would just go way over our head. Now go like let's talk about somebody else's intelligence who makes like who looks at all of humanity and like yeah you guys are all stupid, you know <laughs> like I don't care the smartest one of you is still stupid. Like you can't like just there's some things you just really can't. Like, you can understand that it's there, but you can't really fathom. Like, even uh, – and uh, I said we, we talked about this probably before, but – or was it the last podcast we were talking about the galaxy and not being able to see through it? Uh, I don't think so. You mean uh, – uh, oh, like we can't see everything in the galaxy even? Yeah. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Like, just the, this, the, the sheer fact that – you leave outside of our solar system and somebody like I, I don't know what the actual distance is, but if you leave if you leave our solar system, <clears throat> you would travel for light years before you got to the next solar system. <gasps> to the next star. The next closest one. It's unreal. And you think like, oh man, it takes like how far is the moon from the Earth, you know? You're like, oh it's it's like two hundred and so 200 some thousand um miles away and that's relatively close when you really think about it um like we got we took a spa- we took a spaceship to the moon and we came back within you know like two weeks you know if you try to go to mars it's gonna take we're talking about didn't they say it was gonna be like a like a 10 month trip or like a yeah i think like a few months at least yeah yeah that's crazy like, come on. And then you're talking about getting outside of Pluto. Like, oh, dude, there's just just get out of here. Like, you can't even like and then that's not, even, <laughs> that's not even leaving our own galaxy. Every star, if you look in the sky that you can see is within our own galaxy. Now, to imagine galaxies are just constant, like the universe expanding galaxies are just flying everywhere willy nilly at the speed of light. 
<laughs> they're going away from us. Like you can't, like you can't, like even just trying to think of how far that could be. You may know the number, but you can't like even wrap your head around, like like just just trying to think about how far. And on top of that, the fastest that you can go, that's how fast everything at the very edge that is anything like what is even beyond anything like we can't even fathom that like think about it we look at the universe and see it as like like there's a there's an edge of the universe but there's really not an edge of the universe because there's nothing beyond the universe so what is it expanding you can't wrap your mind like if you if it's expanding into nothing how is it expanding like you can't think about it impossible right yeah it's like yeah. It's like the ability to understand is fleeting, right? It's like it's a like, like kind of like you said it's like going away from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um shit, what I was going to say. Uh it was about the fucking universe and all that shit. I don't know. It's just yeah. Universe it, universe it's just yeah, it's just like, uh, are we ever going to really wrap our heads around, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's like, especially with, because um, Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about this, like, you know, we're so busy, like, trying to kill each other, you know, we're, we're, that's how dumb we are, you know what I mean? Like, we can't even, like, get together and, like, you know, take over the universe, or not take over the universe, but, you know, like, spread in, like, uh, what's it called, uh, get, like, wealthy and, like, prosperous, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, we have to, like, we're, like, busy here, like, killing each other. And we're never going to, like, make it out of here if we're, like, busy, worried about each other type of thing, you know? Yeah. And even, like, I think to the point you said before, like, not understanding what's beyond or whatever, that's something wild, too, that there, there could be an, a beyond. And we people always ask, like, or I wanted to actually say something about this earlier from what off of what you said, was, like, you can't understand why, you know, good people die young or whatever. But who are we to say that, God's not doing them a favor or whatever being you happen to believe in, if you believe in anything, isn't doing them a favor. Like, oh, yeah. Like, so we, we could like say we all die and then there is a heaven. You get there and you're like, man, I can't believe I missed out on this for so long. And, and meanwhile, we're trapped here. Like, we don't realize we're trapped here. Like, this is like basically our own hell. It could be potentially like we go somewhere and just have beyond anything that we could ever imagine right yeah we don't know what we don't know type of thing yeah so we just assume that like oh man this guy that he just took that kid out for you know or this kid just left the world so why would god allow you to do that and you're like well he's doing you a favor maybe i don't know but we'll never know yeah i mean this is getting a little bit deep but it's like uh you know those rare circumstances and this was actually really good for the podcast i keep meaning to bring this one up um i'll write it down but it's like have you ever had those rare circumstances where you actually got to see what the outcome was of your decision either way you know what i mean like i don't know what it is maybe like let's say uh i don't know it's really tough because it's kind of rare but it's like have you had that happen yeah, but not not like you know, I like supernatural. Or it's like <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you I got your to... brain split in half <laughs> and you can see everything. <laughs> Hold on, let me write this down. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden you find out I can like see the future and stuff like that. Like, 
<laughs> we're like, no, no one has had that experience at all. Like, oh, I guess. <laughs> Oh, just I me? Swore. All right, I guess I'm going to go fuck off then. Yeah. Wait, but, but tell me, who's going to win next week if I flip the coin? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, so, like, I don't know. Like, it's, like, uh, maybe, maybe, like, just off the top of my head, like, get, you know, when you're in class and you did the homework assignment and you're, like, thinking about telling the teacher, like, Hey, uh, you know, I want to tell him like, Hey, remember that homework assignment? So I get credit, but I also don't want to dime him out in front of the class. Right. And then, Wait, talk about, Oh yeah. 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 Like, like, Hey, you forgot that you forgot to take yeah. homework or something. So I'm trying to cut, make this up as I go along, but maybe like, you know, two minutes later you decide not to do it. And then two minutes later, he like brings it up and says like, Oh, it's okay. You know, uh, I forgot to ask you guys about the homework assignment, but don't worry about it or something like that. You know what I mean? So you almost got to see the other side of it and that it didn't really matter that much. You know what I mean? Like in yeah. that moment you got, you decided what you were going to do, but then yeah. you, know, you didn't know the outcome of if you raised your hand and said something, but then it actually happened. So, uh, or, uh, that like thing came about and nothing yeah. happened. You know so I mean? basically you made a decision and the, the, Let's say, okay, you had a choice between A or B. You chose A, but it didn't matter because B actually happened. Yes, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, maybe you decide not to go to ball tops or something like that, and then it ends up getting canceled or something. I don't know, something like yeah. that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Words, and then I, so what What I was saying from that was, you do, I, in all those circumstances, I've seen that, I ended up choosing the better one, you know, for the most part, mm-hmm. or it didn't matter type of thing. So I always wonder if God is doing everything, like everything that happens to us is the better outcome of the two. Hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe. Uh, I think I'm, I'm curious on that one because I think that could be the case. However, this might be one of those things where, we kind of see what we want to see, or these are like the bigger yeah, yeah. decisions, you know, where like these huge, like, or these small, or maybe few and far between, like you notice it, but what you just failed to notice are all the other times you picked a, and it was actually B that was the outcome. You just didn't think about it. And B ended up being better. You just didn't, you just didn't really think about it. You just yeah. kind of went along your day. Like, you're like, Hmm. I wonder what happened. Like, I'm trying to decide: do I want toast or oatmeal today? Right. And you pick toast, and turns out you should have picked oatmeal, but there was like very little consequence, so <laughs> you just didn't think anything of it. Right. I don't know. And then uh, go ahead, because I, um, I always think about like those movies where they are able to like go back and change something that happened, and then something else like worse happens. You know what I mean, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Or like, yeah. It's like the. Uh, is everything predestined or are you kind of the master? <laughs> you know, I was, I was thinking about today how, uh, dude, the, I think the greatest moment of lap of luxury history was with, uh, what was her fucking name in, uh, in Guam with shark Katie. Yeah. I think that was like, that was fire right there. Remember we had like oh, a man. conversation. Dude, we with- had some, it's it's a shame we don't have that one. Yeah, we, uh, we it's somewhere on that but, one. But um, oh, that was that was the uh, birth of level seven. 
But, uh, oh my god! But I remember one moment. I forget what it was, but you just like turned to me, like we like came to a conclusion. You're like, and it. I guess it comes down to everything happens for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, or like the ends justify the means. Yeah, like, I guess. those like common core uh, principles of the universe. You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, we were we were that was the, that was the start of is the juice worth the squeeze? And really, I mean, I guess is the juice worth the squeeze is always the is the, is almost the same as you know. Is the uh, what we whatever we just said? I can't. I'm blanking. I don't know why. I just hit a brain fart. But you know, oh, it's, just it's justified to me. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I always hear people say, uh, "Is the juice worth the squeeze?" Like they ask that question, they never say it in the positive. Like guys, I think the juice is worth the squeeze here. You know what I mean? It's always <laughs> like a theoretical sure. physics. Yeah. Like, don't ever have a like an answer. Those are the worst people. So they're like, I don't know. Is the juice worth the squeeze? And they're like, uh, I'd say so. What do you think? And they're just like. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, sound. like okay. If you can't, if you're not going to contribute, I mean, close mouth don't get fed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I uh, I wish this podcast could have became what we wanted it to, where you know we were talking, like I said, like we were talking about like who first tried anal and like us just like you know talking yeah. shit on people in the squadron type of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'll been a good. It'll be a good localized one, I think. Uh, yeah. It's just so difficult because like, you know how it goes. It's um, yeah. It just gets so rowdy and so wild that at the end of the day, like, I like my job and <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I feel like if, like the chances like no, I mean people we have listeners, but we don't have like a vast audience. And I hate to say it, but I got a feeling like I'd say some shit and I'd get me too'd or something like that. Not that I've done anything like that, but like somebody would get offended because we kind of live in that outrage culture right now where and I I truly think it's on both sides of the aisle because ine- inevitably it always devolves into being on one side of the political spectrum or the other. I think the outrage culture in our country has kind of taken over. Um, you see it with, um, people wanting to, um, like for instance, Kevin Hart, when he was hosting the Emmys, they found out he's, he made a joke, uh, on a special, like it was one of the, that was one of the funniest jokes I ever heard, by the way, uh, when he was explaining his daughter, his son basically grinding on another, one of the other little kids. Oh my God. It was, do you know, the, <laughs> do you know the joke? Uh, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't dare repeat it just because i wouldn't do it justice but it's one of the funniest jokes i've heard uh him say and it was a, it was funny and people are coming back now out of, like i said it's outrage culture he said something that could be offensive maybe to some people but they just like ah like people are outraged and they just start putting together movements against people right and it it's gotten out of control and you see that same thing on the other side of the spectrum too where people are like um for instance like yeah i think uh you know i i think you should have some common sense gun um gun regulation or something and people are like no you can't regulate blah 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 and then like all of a sudden like they're just boycotting and just talking about how you're anti-american blah 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 like hey man it's like this out it's just the outrage culture is i think gone too far um and that's uh that's like from uh, SOS with the slippery slope uh, fallacy, right? Where it's like 
you know, they, they see one thing they don't like. And then, you know, it's like, uh, oh, now it's the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like literally like, yeah, this yeah. is why America sucks. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, okay, it's just one little thing, you know, calm right. down. You know what I mean? Would you rather be in fucking, I don't know, somewhere else and, you know, not, I don't know, you know, not have any rights or something like that, you know? Yeah. Like, it, like, or freedom be, of speech, you know? Oh yeah. There's gotta be a little give and take. Like if you're, if you're upset with something, that's understandable. Um, but just getting outraged and basically ruining or trying to ruin somebody's entire livelihood career because, uh, like, now granted, it's different in certain circumstances. I'm not trying to, like, say you shouldn't be outraged at what Harvey Weinstein, for instance, did. You know, that's, like, pretty inexcusable. Um, I think even Louis C.K., like, just... <laughs> <laughs> jerking off in front of people and what, even, what even, can we laugh about that one you know I, I we can laugh about it now that's what we can do because it's that's fun like that's wild and from what i hear i heard somebody maybe it was uh i, I think it was uh bill burr maybe he was talking about it and he's like to be honest <laughs> i feel bad he's like to be honest though he did give him fair warning he said they could leave anytime he wants. He just said he was gonna jerk off right now, and he actually <laughs> did it. <laughs> Dude, they left Burr, Bill Burr is one of my favorites because he just doesn't. He he throws out some good shit, you know. Yeah, but he, he you have to have. I think it's one of those things where you gotta have like going with an open mind, knowing that he's probably gonna offend you, but you can't change the fact you may be offended, but he's spot on or that's funny as shit. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, isn't um. Isn't that the purpose of, uh, you know, comedy is like usually it's shit that like people usually don't say to each other. Right. So it's like that's why it's like funny or it's like so offensive that that's why you makes you laugh, you know. Right. I feel like that's most of comedy is like, you know, that like crazy shit that's like, what the fuck, you know. Well, think about even like when people do roasts. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they do roasts and they say some of the most off the wall offensive shit. And people are like cool with it because like they're in the moment and like okay he's getting roasted got it like oh my god like you, you saw the one where it said to I forget what it was it was about Caitlyn Jenner I was yeah, like Blake I, Griffin, yeah yeah I can't remember what did he say uh, it was he something said uh, I believe it it was like one more person who doesn't want to fuck a white guy or something like that or oh man yeah it was something along that lines. Oh man, or no? It was like like oh, what was it? That doesn't want a white dick or something like that, or oh, he the card yeah, it was like something like the Kardashians don't want white dick so hard or something like I can't remember, but basically it was it was he crucified him. Yeah, basically, and he, was, did you see uh, Alec Baldwin? You could just say he tell he wasn't ready for that, you know, that level of uh, savageness. He just like no. sees it. And he like doesn't he doesn't even like flinch. He's like, what? like he said that (laughs) yeah oh man that was some funny stuff right there jeez uh but jeff ross who's apparently like you know the uh king of roasts he was on joe rogan recently i've been listening to a lot of joe rogan but he uh he was talking about how you know roasting a good rule of thumb is just just say stuff that you would say behind someone's back about them you know what i mean (laughs) yeah that is a good one. That's a good yeah. idea. Because it's pretty savage, you know, oftentimes. So. 
Dude, you've had some good roasts. We haven't done many, but you've got, like, I mean, and the, your, I think your roasts are pretty tasteful, too. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I wish you could replay some of them. And, like, the hard part is with roasts, too, with these, the ones we did, you got you really got to know people, know the person. So we, yeah. We, I was like, get about Shark. And you, people would only get it if they knew Shark, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, like... Yeah, that's that was the tough part. Like, like even with Swades or something like that, it was just like, what do I, see? you know, like this guy's a good guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what do I have on him, you know? It's like, man, dude, I wish, I wish Walken had one because I would have fucking lit him up. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> not, not really, but like, you know, in a good-hearted like way, kind of thing. Yeah, but like, yeah. Just with some of the shit he's said before, and I, I don't even have the gold mine of stuff he's said or done before. You know what I mean? But. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure some shit would have come out, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh I don't know if you saw the snap of uh from Savage, but I got uh roasted when I left. No, I don't think I are you talking about like uh like Sap call sign Savage? Yeah, yeah. So I don't have him on Snapchat, I don't think. Well oddly enough, I feel like I'm more like I'm friends with Savage, but I feel like I've had more interaction with his wife in a so I guess so to speak, or I don't know, in oh, that, a completely innocent way. If that makes yeah, that sense. makes sense. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they were just like I was kind of having a farewell dinner because uh, at the house, and it was like long story short, you know, some exercises were happening, so um, I wasn't able to have like oh, you know, kind of a party. But anyway, they were just like so it was just some close friends, and they were just like, all right, I think it's time to put you in the hot seat. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, I always forget, man. Hot seats are good, you know. It's very good to, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, constructive kind of. But at times, it just fucking hurts. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> really? Like, yeah, Carmen, uh, Carmen brought – and it, you, I think the thing I hate the most is it was stuff that um, uh, people, like, just didn't tell me until then. Oh, so you had no chance to, like, rebuttal or fix yourself. Well, yeah, but also just like, you know, it was like if it was it was like if I told you like, hey, luxury, uh, your zipper was down like a year ago and everybody was making fun of you for it. You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell me? You know, uh, but uh, one thing was like uh, Carmen said that because uh, I <laughs> I think I might get some flack for this if this goes public. But uh, <laughs> I have a bed. I had a. a What's it called? Uh, a comforter. And it uh-huh. had chevrons on it. It was like gray and like white. And I guess it was. Chevrons? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like the kind of. Yeah. Like, kind of like. Like, like yeah, points kind of thing. Points? Like almost like not squiggly lines, but like almost triangles kind of. Yeah. 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 yeah like yeah, if they yeah, need sure. a tip type of thing at the top. But. Uh, kind of like what you see like on the top of like, for instance, like a master sergeant or something like that. Yeah. 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 And uh she was just like yeah just let you know that mean that's like a that means you're gay <laughs> i was like what? what the fuck you know uh that's a thing yeah i guess i don't know i i guess like the design pattern i had was like very feminine kind of thing so it was kind of <laughs> weird and then like i had a couple because i mean like other female friends have like given me stuff that um uh like when they were moving out or something they just like or maybe it was just one they she just gave me something that was kind of like a, uh, you know, not a feminine, but like kind of a wall art type of thing that was like kind of, you like know, not. Laugh love. Yeah, it's something <laughs> like that. 
it was just like had one of those quotes or something like that and she was just like you know the combination of the, the comforter and the other thing i was just worried about you i was like oh, what the fuck is this you know <laughs> but it was other uh, stuff too it was just like oh yeah i didn't like it when you did this and just so you know this it's like what the fuck why don't you tell me yeah i know and she said um so port and i had a discussion that uh we couldn't uh for whatever reason, the audio was kind of messed up, so we didn't. We ended up just cutting it out. So that's why it looks or sounds like there's a sudden disconnect and change of topic. But anyways, here you go. Yeah, I was gonna. I was thinking this would be the uh, suicide prevention podcast or the discussion, I suppose. I got you. I got. Uh, I do have a couple that we didn't get to. Um, let me see. Yeah, maybe that one. Maybe your stuff would go more along the theme here. Let me see if it um will relate to that. I mean, what about your social media bomb? Yeah, I got some. I do have the social media one that I'd like to talk about. Um, yeah, you could. We could hit that one up. I think we. It, it's not. Maybe it's not necessarily a like a whole. It's something that you can definitely have a discussion. I think it's more of a multi, like more than just us. But it's, this is a good one. But <clears throat> my thoughts are, or at least you observe now. So social media, essentially, when you look at it, think, okay, let's go back to, let's say, maybe, let's go back to uh, 99. 99, yeah, let's go back to 90, 1999. We were pretty young back then. I don't know, like. What I was, I was probably like, man, what, what's this? I was 11, but at the time there was no real social media, uh, if you will, uh, even going up to, I'd say probably 2000 and 2007, there was some social media, like Facebook was a thing. MySpace was a thing. Uh, but in all honesty, Social media was not at the level it is today. Um, the way it is now, it's essentially just a new way of doing things. It's kind of uncharted territory. Uh, the way we treat and we act on social media and for social media, like when you really think about it, is kind of kind of wild and it's almost terrifying, at least in my opinion. Uh, that is when you look at it on the whole, um, you don't really, and then this is kind of going separate, but in general, you don't really, we don't have to work as hard for these simple things that we did before. Uh, not only from social media, but just how everything is interconnected. Uh, for instance, like your smartphone, you have pretty much everything that you could ever want at your fingertips, anything in a knowledge. It's just a, basically a huge database um, and it's all inner, it's all, and it's all intertwined into your social media. Um, for instance, like, well, I, I wrote down a couple things that I thought was baffling <clears throat> where, like, did you ever have braces? Yep. Okay. I had braces as well. Um, you remember going to the orthodontist, you had to get molds taken. They looked and saw where you're, where you should be at. You put, um, put the braces on your teeth for, year and a half you wear a or maybe two years depending on how bad you had you might even have like if you're 
the arch, like the, the arch in the roof of your mouth was bad. You have to get like a little thing they twist down and builds that up. And then you go and get, um, I guess it costs thousands and thousands of dollars. You get um, a retainer. You got to keep that on. And then you got to keep your teeth straight for the net rest of your life, basically. Well, now you don't even have to do that. You don't, we don't even need orthodontists, really, when you look at it. Because I saw this. I don't know the name of the app. But the app, you take a picture of your teeth. You send it in. And then they send you a retainer to fix your teeth right then and there. Oh, is that smile? Uh, I think so. But like you don't you don't need to go to an orthodontist. You just take a picture, a few pictures of your teeth, send, uh, send them a message, pay a little bit of money and you got your teeth fixed. Yeah, I didn't realize. Oh, shit. Like, you, <laughs> like, what, like so sure, you need orthodontist, but they basically just cut out the middleman. You don't have to go anywhere for that. Yeah, that's um, crazy, man. And I'm going to what I'm, I'm going to get to this in a second here what I the overarching theme of this um here in a second but my next one I thought of okay um GPS all right GPS we I think we can all admit is a hell of a tool um you can anywhere like you can be in a completely foreign place and you can find where you're going right um you can be in and more so you can be in a local place and just got there and like maybe you just moved there let's say you you moved to i don't know let's say you moved to nashville since we've been in nashville and you don't really know where things are at in the palm of your hand you got your gps dial up i want to go to you know prince's hot chicken we'll say <laughs> go to you, your phone it'll give you turn by turn directions how to get to prince's hot chicken now, remember, uh, let's say, again, let's go back to 2000, not having a smartphone and not being able to, like, you actually had to print off MapQuest directions, and somebody t- would give you directions, and you actually had to listen. When they said, I need you to go three lights, turn left, you're going to make another right once you get to a T-intersection, um, you could head north on that T intersection. Uh, then you come to a four way may, uh, or you're going to come to a roundabout, take the third exit and then go over and you'll see, you know, Prince's hot chicken right there. You actually had to listen, drive, take those directions and you, you could do it. You could file that away in your memory, hit all those checkpoints and get to the place you're supposed to go. If I gave think it now, think about the last time somebody gave you directions. Okay. Yeah. And they said, Hey, they said, Hey, I need you to, uh, like, you're going to hit this main street, you turn left, you're going to be heading south down Broadway. Uh, at the second light at the bottom of the hill, um, you're going to make a left, you're going to see a pizza place, and then go beyond a tree line, you'll go, you'll see, um, you know, this, I don't know, this barbershop. Now, somebody tells you that, that was simple directions, it was three places to go. You know what you do? You're like, okay, I got it. And then, you know what? You don't even try to do it. You just go to straight to your Google and hit, take me to this barbershop. And you go right there. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting, like, thinking about when was the last time anybody asked you for directions or you had to ask for directions? You know? Right. It's crazy. And, yeah, and they, and they give them, and you just don't, you don't think about it. You don't do anything with this. Uh, I got basically one more, or... I got two more, but 
it's going to all wrap up the the one base thing. Like, do you remember having to memorize phone numbers? Yeah. Yeah. How many? Like, <laughs> would, you, would you say you um, you probably knew at least fifteen phone numbers, maybe ten phone numbers? Yeah. Yeah, of your friends, maybe. Yeah, I think ba- eh, maybe like five or seven or something like that. But yeah, five, five to seven. Okay. Um, n- excluding your family. Tell me how many phone numbers you know right now. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> exactly. Think about the person you talk to, right? The most out of like people who are not your family. Yeah. I talk to a friend probably, you know, once every couple of days. I could not tell you her phone number. Yeah. That's that's kind of sad. So what I wanted to be like say with that is uh we've kind of been hampered by technology, I feel like. <laughs> Uh, like we're kind of a victim of our own success in the fact that we have so much automation that we have the ability to do so much. But when it comes to small, minute tasks, we can't even we can't do the basics, I think. And I can understand why people want to get back to the basics and kind of revert back to like at this point, I almost see what like where maybe I have it wrong, but like where the Amish are thinking like. There's just no ingenuity. We just rely on these devices. And if we can't figure it out, think about like the, the most to me, one of the most um, sad things is when you don't know an answer, you think you might know an answer or you, you know, it's in your brain somewhere. You don't think about it. You just go straight to Google. There's no like there's nothing like there's there's no trying hard to really remember what you were talking about. You just go straight to Google and look it up because it's at your fingertips. Yeah, and I think this is what kind of Wally is getting to too, right? Like, yeah, that we just get so far in advance, especially like with AI and all that st- type of stuff. Like, I think Elon Musk said AI is gonna make jobs like pointless, right? Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> also because we're all going to be in cages but uh, <laughs> but it's just like technology is just going to take over everything and all we have to do is like sit there and like eat food you know kind of just like wally right yeah but i don't know i think and a lot of people have the similar ideas of like technology is just making us dumber i th- i think maybe but at the same time if you if we're increasing our baseline or like, you know, kind of our foundation, we just propel off of that and we're always reliant on the foundation. But if it's always there, then we should be okay. But yeah, I, I don't know. Do we have a foundation though? I mean, sure. The, I guess the foundation is built up. It's just the, and I'm, and I'm not even willing to say that we are stupider now. I think we're just as smart as we were before. It's just how we go about doing things. So for instance, uh, 50 years ago, people, you could add, subtract, divide, multiply fairly easily. You had multiplication tables, uh, memorized. You could just do things. I've noticed for even myself, just looking over the last 15 years, I don't, like, I don't math very well. Like somebody asked me, it's like, <laughs> Like, ask me, like, hey, do 73 plus uh, 29, and I'd be like, ooh, give me a second. Let me, add, let me add it in my calculator. When I should know it's just, like, 102 or something like that, right? Or is right. it 102 or 100? Yeah, 102, 102, I think. Yeah. So, like, I should just know that. 
like it shouldn't be like any hesitation but the fact that i'm like ooh, i don't want to mess this up i better look at my calculator because <laughs> i might i might add this wrong like there's no faith but at the same time did it did i really lose anything by oh let me just go to my calculator i understand how math works i add the three yeah. plus the nine i understand it's going to equal two at carry the one and it's going to make my numbers i still know how to do it but it's just is it efficient like are you really is your brain i guess is your brain really doing the mental gymnastic it needs to yeah and i think i think what you're getting at is kind of like reliance right we're like too reliant on yeah i think everything. so but yeah and i think we are losing some skills i suppose like we're not really trying too hard you know we're, yeah. we might be becoming brain dead hopefully we like fill it with other good stuff in a different way you know but right i i always th i also think about like since we have this technology i suppose we might as well use it it's like we're now that we know how to walk it's not we're like we're gonna go back to crawling you know what i mean yeah yeah but, exactly. That's exactly but i it. i do wonder do are we getting dumber you know like i don't know i think we're just getting i honestly think there's on the whole we're getting less ingenuitive uh maybe maybe not less ingenuitive just but isn't like all these tools isn't it making us more kind of creative and I don't, it's I creative mean, in a different way i think um, yeah but and a lot of it is more efficiency right which is kind yeah of that's saying. really that's really where it's at i believe but i mean then again i i mean it's just like um what is it moore's law or somebody where it's you know technology like increases exponentially right we're kind of on like the really exponential like kind of upward trend whereas like you know 1900 or whatever 1970 to 1990s not much changed you know what i mean like there's definitely some advances but not at the rate like of the past five years you yeah know? it's kind of like a parabola eventually it's gonna yeah kind of fly now yeah and i and there's something to be said for that like again just being a different type of ingenuitive but at the end of the day let's say for whatever reason let's say if we lose all of these uh like these technologies uh all these basically digital aids what have we what do we become then like that's really in, in my opinion that is the terrifying thing because you'll now basically have to revert and there's going to be a lot of people who just aren't really self-reliant so when it comes to trying to now if we have no cell phones let's say the like the power grid's gone cell phones don't work computers like you don't have these things imagine trying to do anything in our society now like you're let, let's even say like your car is probably not going to work because it's got a computer in it like, oh you're yeah have, like, you're gonna have to you're yeah. gonna have to go back to like old school like distributor cap and carbureted engines you know um who's gonna work on those you know who like we you can't fix it like back in the day people would fix that kind of stuff like you yourself would know how to fix that stuff but yeah. now you don't do anything like that if i had to uh like just know life skills like to survive out in the wild you're like nah i think i'm just gonna call papa john's to get a pizza uh delivered to me <laughs> what happens when that doesn't happen anymore you know now, not to say that that's going to happen but it's just t like it's kind of we talk about kind of like that doomsday scenario of when AI really takes over, if we have to just shut it all down, it'd be like the walking dead again. <laughs> right. And it's kind of like back in the day or I guess not really, but 
way back in the day, maybe like everybody kind of raised their own food or got their own food, yeah, you know, or had like direct supply to it. Whereas if like the supermarkets were out of food, we'd be like, oh fuck, you know, what yeah. I mean? like oh man, how would I get that? Well, the same way you get, like, I want a hamburger. Well, how would I get that? Well, the same way you get a ham, like it, it's still there, out there to get, you know, yeah. just to figure out. But I will say um, to kind of close out my, uh, I guess, rant on social media. Um, the one, the other thing that I'm not a huge fan on social media is uh, I think this is I think social media has kind of ruined us, especially in this aspect, is because everything is so easy. Um, for instance, I can I can download the only apps that I only apps that I want. I can get I can see uh, I can get pizza right when I want. From an app, I can order plane tickets from an app. I can pay my bills from an app. Um, so I'm kind of getting. I'm so used to uh, getting everything tailored to me. This even happens when it comes to the people we interact with online. Uh, you only have to hear from people who you want to hear from. Uh, the reason this is important because now this kind of goes with that outrage culture I, I mentioned before. If somebody says something that you don't like or you may not agree with before, you just have to be like, ah, well, yeah, I really don't believe in that. But agree to disagree and I will we will continue to work together or we will continue to coexist in society and not worry about it. Now you don't have to hear anything from anybody else. So it just makes all of our views so uh polarizes in the word it just only reinforces or galvanizes our own ideologies to the fact or to the point that uh you don't ever have to hear anything opposing and because it, the minute one person says something you go back to your echo chamber essentially of everybody who says the same things over and over again and there's no one challenging you because you're a collective of basically a hive mind of the same ideology whereas before like you'd get the news and you'd hear varying arguments you'd hear um just different sides of the story and again you live in before you were always living in that gray world now it's just a black or white if it's not this exact way that i can currently believe uh it's just not the right thing to do and it's kind of it's kind of sad i think i'm just really disappointed i guess in our society for that yeah, and that's what I really hate. I think if I was able to like change two things that would, I think, make everybody make the world a be- world a better place, you know, it would be for people to have an open mind, and I suppose not be as greedy, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe like educate themselves more type of thing. Yeah, where it's, you know, that was uh, good points with like or the. Yeah, good points with the, you know, echo, echo chamber, especially like politically, everybody is just ridiculous with that shit. You know, it's like yeah. you you like choose one side and you like. No matter what the facts are that are coming at you, you just like stand on your hill and die on there, you yeah. know, and yeah. then, you know, like it, it is especially important for when you go vote is like you got to actually you got to have an informed decision. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Also, I always kind of think about the airlines with, have you ever noticed, I mean, it helps that we're in the military because 
we get like good discounts and we don't have to pay for baggage and our luggage and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But have you ever noticed they're like start they're slowly getting more and more fees? Like yeah. I bought a ticket and it said you can't have a carry on and yeah. and it's non refundable, non changeable. <laughs> Not like yeah. you know, usually you can change it um within the first twenty four hours. Yeah. They still had that, but um they even had it where after that you can't even pay like the two hundred dollar fee or something like that, or maybe it's even more. You know, it's like they're slowly taking away our freedoms. And I think there's only like four major airlines in the in America, and they're they're basically just a monopoly together. Because if they if one person does it, then they all do it. Then you have no choices anymore. You know. Yeah. Because they're trying and to I make think, a fair playing field for each other. Yeah, and I think the world has just become fucking ridiculous with both of those. Like people just. You know, take a stance. Don't look at the other person's side, and then they're just trying to gain, you know, grab money and you know, fuck everybody else. Like get, you know what I mean? Like get to the finish line type of thing, or I don't know, you know, build billions of dollars. It's like this is a separate topic, I guess. But like, what are you doing with these billions of dollars? Like Jeff Bezos. I mean, he's <laughs> he's actually like putting you know a billion a billion dollars into his space program a a year, which is you know I suppose going to help humanity in the end, but. It's like he's got like a hundred billion dollars. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> like imagine like a fathom almost. Yeah, it's like, it's like when somebody yeah. made somebody made the joke of like, you know, if I gave you, I don't know, a hundred million dollars and said you have to spend it by the end of the week, it's like you almost wouldn't be able to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and these guys got literally a thousand times that. Yeah, it's like. You know, you could buy like a Ferrari or Lamborghini for like a quarter million, but still, you have—that's only a quarter of a million. You know? <laughs> yeah, like you just hit, like you just be buying stuff just to buy. Like you really be trying to find stuff. Yeah. Or like if you're like, hey, make a list of all the things you really want, and they'd be like, okay, you make all of them. You're like, yeah, that's only about uh, eight point seven million. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could start buying companies and stuff, but yeah. Yeah. It's just. The amount of wealth is crazy, but I mean, I don't know. I, I suppose that's kind of what culture does to us or societies. Like you want all this money. Um, but then, I mean, there's countless cases where people are just like, I mean, I, I got to find this video, but somebody was talking about how kind of like the air force, I guess it's like, you can, you can make somebody do a job for, uh, and pay them as much as you want and you know the more you pay them the, the harder their work but if it's like bad environment or they are not enjoying it at some point the money doesn't matter anymore for them yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people will start seeing that but uh oftentimes the organization or you know whoever it is doesn't see that um yeah they're just, trying to figure out, they're just trying to pay you off essentially yeah the organization doesn't see it but then the person doesn't see it until it actually like happens you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then speaking you're just of, not happy speaking of that did you um did you get that email uh asking basically like what would it take to keep you around no i didn't uh, at work uh i don't maybe it's maybe it's because i'm almost at the end of my commitment but um, I got an email. Basically, it was a survey from – I can't remember who. Maybe it was like AFPC or something like that. But um, I got this email, and it mentioned something. Like it was asking all these questions like, do you have a spouse? Um, what are some of the things that are keeping you – like are you thinking about getting out? 
what are some of the things that are keeping you from getting out? What are the things keeping you from making that make you want to? Would you think about like doing all these different things like that? And uh, it was just an interesting like it was interesting that they did that. I forget what I wrote. I wrote something along the lines like I think this is a good step if and only if the people who are reading this take these like all of the questions and all the answers seriously and they actually think about like not just a half-hearted um yeah yeah we'll consider it like no like if somebody says like no i'm thinking about getting out because i move around you know a pcs you know or permanent change of station for the uninitiated uh you know (laughs) four times in the last five years uh somebody might like if they actually take that into consideration like yeah maybe we should keep somebody at a place that they want to be for more than, you know, two years or maybe less. So it's not always about the needs of the Air Force because you got enough. We're so replaceable that you can find somebody else who wants that gig. Um, yeah, I like this discussion. It's uh, I guess it's going a little more into like catching jets. But I mean, just in general with like any work environment, it's like I, I feel like the biggest thing kind of what's burning me out or like kind of causing my issues i suppose um is like they're just not here like we don't have a voice essentially Hmm, explain so it's just like they i I think, especially because the Air Force is such a big organization, but I mean, think of like like Amazon or somebody who has like, you know, a lot of people as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like they, it's almost like I wish a general would just come down, talk to me about what, uh, you know, I would like to see or like, you know, the vast majority of people would like to see. And he just, he or she just does it that day. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they write it into law or like in the regs or something <laughs> yeah. like that, like, and just change it like for tomorrow. You know, it's like, I'm just tired of, it's like, I I don't know, I guess kind of like your survey thing. It's like that we need transparency where it's like, I gave you this survey. What'd you do with it? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I feel like it's like everybody's telling them, or I think it goes back to the thing I think we brought up on our previous podcast of like when somebody comes by and they're, you know, they're like, Hey, I want you to tell me everything that's wrong, but you like your commander said like, don't bring up this, don't bring up that, don't bring up this. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. like they already know about that. It's like, do they though? You know? Yeah. So I just I wish. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wish they would listen. I mean, they know. I mean, for Air Force specifically, it's like they know they got to get rid of additional duties and all this type of like clutter bullshit. Like, obviously, we have to deploy, but just like the rate, you know, ops tempo, like control, we can type of thing and um you know be nicer to families or or you know i guess just in general but especially people with relationships and that type of stuff like just because you know this is not a light quality of life you know what i mean it's just quality yeah. of life and job satisfaction is what it comes down to like and that's what i wrote um my sos uh paper on was just talking about that type of stuff like trying to get people back to job satisfaction yeah and SOS is also, uh, for again, for the uninitiated, is Squadron Officer School. Uh, it's kind of where you're mid-level to uh, really any kind of ca- uh, captain or managerial position in the Air Force goes. 
and they have uh, different service branches uh, who sometimes attend, and each service component usually has their own version of that. But um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah, maybe that's the best way to put it, like kind of management level or like kind of as we transition into higher ranks, SOS yeah. is kind of given us like more of the foundation of, you know, what like kind of refreshing us on education and like um, teaching us stuff that they wouldn't otherwise be able to teach the masses at once, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think that's a good explanation. But, but yeah, I, it's just like, I don't know. I would like to say once like these old hats kind of get out of uh, leadership positions and like the newer, I don't know, maybe the younger force kind of gets into it. And I think our generation might be more, you know, this is total like tribalism, I suppose. But, um, or I, I guess, I don't know, maybe that's not the right word, but it's like, maybe I just have a bad perception or incorrect one of like, I just think we, especially with technology and stuff like that, we're kind of more adaptive and adjustable. You know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. I, I think just the natural or way an organization is structured, it's not conducive to like people at the bottom being happy. You know, it's like people at the top, even if they went through all the stuff, they're obviously the ones that made it. I think we kind of talked mm-hmm. about this, at the feedback podcast, but they're the ones that made it, but also they, they either don't understand what's happening at the bottom or they like forget it. Right. So yeah. it's just like, you know, it, it's just naturally going to happen that way. And you know, it's, it's like a p- perpetual, I suppose. Yeah. I think, I do think it is getting better. Uh, I've seen it in my current career field, uh, at work. It's, there are changes that are happening that are fairly immediate. Like we say something, Hey, there's this problem. And within, six to nine months legitimately like a large problem is fixed for the entire career field and it's like well it's i think it's getting better that being said there's like you know 50 things wrong and that's one of yeah like that might be like three things of the 50 that they're fixing but you know a lot of it is like obviously the logistics and the manning and all that type of stuff yeah exactly even like you remember back in the squadron like uh, the toilet was broken and it I don't know. Was it, did it go like two years before that thing was fixed or something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think they're still down to like two out of the three, or uh, one out of the three type of thing only works. <laughs> really? Yeah. But um, maybe going into more lighthearted uh, stuff. I had actually had that. That reminds me of something. Um, if I may, uh, if if that's all you had for that one. Yeah, yeah, that's all I got. So. <laughs> What's your uh, what's your shitting routine? My taking a dump, dude. I don't. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. I my before I get into my dump routine, uh, the one surefire thing that makes me take a dump every single time is going to the gym. Uh, oh, really? Yes. If my brain even thinks for a second I'm preparing to go to the gym, <laughs> dude, it is a countdown. It's TOT a fighter it's, flight. You gotta take a shit to lose dude, your weight. To yeah, it's TOT weight. immediate. It's not. <laughs> it, it's that's uh, since we're explaining everything. TOT is time on target. Uh, usually, you say TOT immediate when you need something to happen right now, and my brain is needing to evacuate my bowels <laughs> right now. Uh, and usually, like, and what I'm stupid so here, so getting into my actual routine, I'm not a heavy pooper. I poop like maybe twice a day, maybe. Maybe uh, yeah. I eat breakfast. Did I? I eat breakfast and 
I kind of have to take a dump, but usually I'm like, eh, I'll just hold it because this has happened to me where I take a dump too early and then I still have like nothing in my bowels and then I go to the gym and my brain's like, get it out. So I might as well just wait for one big deuce, dump it before the gym. That's and then that's usually, yeah. dude, that's, that's usually when I'm taking a dump. Um, so I like this podcast also to be informative. Um, I, you know, I always like asking this question kind of because of, you know, what we were talking about before <clears throat> where it's like, what I always like to ask people like, what am I fucking up? You know what I mean? That's, that's one big <laughs> That's one big thing I hate is like when people don't – and that's what I hope I kind of convey or come across when I like interact with people. Like I usually like to tell them like I'm just like plain plain Jane I suppose yeah. or uh, you know, I don't beat around the bush type of stuff. I, I like try not to or I like to you know maybe tell people what I see kind of thing. But I just asked like the doctor on one of our – one of my you know annual physicals. I was just like, hey, like what are people like – if you were to tell people my age or, you know, look back at yourself at this age, like what would you tell people to watch out for? And he was like, make sure you take psyllium. Uh, it's like P-S-Y-I-L-L-U-M, I believe it is. Okay. And it's, um, I forget, it, it's, it's those typical things that like gets marketed as like something like crazy, but you could buy it from CVS, like just the kind of more of the raw stuff in it. Yeah. It kind of like- The raw and uncut. <laughs> <laughs> but they come in these like pouches and you just put them in your drink and uh uh blend it together and then you just drink it and dude you'll be shitting in no time man really I, you tried it yeah uh it's, it's pretty good is it, is it like, it's you... supposed to so i i should give you backstory or everybody backstory in this like it's supposed to go through your intestines and kind of like like kind of um obviously uh collect everything i suppose and uh -huh. that's what makes you shit you know uh like and a colonoscopy yeah <laughs> off-brand colonoscopy for free and yeah it's just an app uh but they said like you know people not doing this essentially might lead to like i mean uh, this is not a uh doomsday uh, message or something like that <laughs> i think uh they said like it was like maybe colon cancer or something, you know, something like that, or it would lead to, uh, you know, bigger issues later on if you don't like take this or, you know, taking this once a week or once a month or something like that kind of helps you just like, uh, clean it out and avoid prolonged issues in the future. But yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because that, that makes me shit. And that's something that I think people should probably <laughs> put into their, uh, put into their game. But that's a, uh, that's, that's the life hack for the, uh, for the, the podcast, right? Point, yeah. That the, uh, you know, people typically before they fly, they like to take a, you know, their pre-flight shit. Yeah. Uh, and I think if you take that, like if I took that like an hour before I stepped to go to the bus to go fly, I yeah. think, uh, that would clean me out. So take the venerable B-52. Yeah. It's like, a some training areas. <laughs> it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, caffeine for some people, you know? Yeah. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, um, when I was young, I used to, uh, and I still do like this, uh, actually, like when I go on vacation, I don't take like hardly any dumps and I kind of get scared because I take like <laughs> one dump every three days and I'm like, Oh, this is not going to be good. Uh, I think I've said on the podcast before, when we went to survival training, you're out in the woods for, you know, a week almost, I didn't take one dump and I only had to go maybe like for 10 minutes 
Yeah, yeah. Out there. Uh, yeah, but I get like that. The thing that changed my like, and I've always been like that, not really having to take a crap really. Um, what changed it was my vegetable intake. Like now I eat vegetables probably two out of the three meals a day. And even my morning meal, I have uh, like some high fiber stuff. So that kind of like just getting my diet right over the last few years. Like now, like, you know, you used to, you know, when you get like a bad poop and you have to wipe for a long time, <laughs> like that's few and far between. Like I can name like my, the amount of money I've saved from not having to really wipe as much, like two wipes and I'm good just about every single time. Uh, I'm uh, my ass off over here. Dude, it's, uh, that's, yeah. That's pretty good. The, uh, <laughs> it's the diet. But, so aren't you like tech, uh, I'm wrong here. So if you don't take a shit or if you, your shit is very minimal, isn't that the best? Because that means your bot, like you're giving your body stuff it wants, right? No, like, I can't, you know, I can't, confirm or deny it just because i am not the right person but i tend to agree with that 100 yeah yeah I, I mean i feel like i'm in i'm in a uh homeostasis almost <laughs> that like i eat if i don't poop my body used every single piece of that whatever yeah. i ate exactly as it needed to right uh, that's my thoughts on it so i'm not like then, and yeah but then if you take a shit as big as yourself then you're like oh god yeah, get, I, 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 I ate get, some bad stuff. That's waste. Like that's your body said. I can't use any of this. Yeah, get out of goodbye. me. Get out of me right now. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy when you think about it. like like what what always blows my mind is um like when you think of like single cell organisms and or just like really small microbes and bacteria like every everything poops you know like everything produces waste in some form or fashion and it gets rid of it. What blows my mind is, like, just think about your blood, right? So your blood, you have, I don't know, a billion some blood cells. For, I, that's not a scientific number. It's just a number I threw <laughs> out there. You have so many blood cells, and those are just your blood cells. You are really a coagulation of or a conglomerate of a bunch of cells that actually have sentient thought. So your brain is just a bunch of cells that work together to make you think of stuff. And then that controls your meat suit that <laughs> does things like I pick like think about just just think about me talking right now, saying the word word for me to said the word word. I had to get all these cells think of the thought of me saying the word word to now cognitively say i want to say that word i know that word and the fact that those cells know working together make you think that have the thought that you understand and know something and then now on top of that forget all the craziness that is your mind that does that but it's sending a bunch of electrical thing uh, electrical pass back and forth to make my mouth move make my jaw move make my vocal cords vibrate when air flows through it like to excel just enough or exhale just enough to make air pass over my vocal cords and make that word that I know come out in a some kind of way that people who speak the language the English language understand it's just just crazy yeah it, why it, how I mean I want to get back to something real quick but 
it is mind boggling to think. I, I always think about like how we can see, you know, it's like, yeah, we're like what? an o- organic system and I can like see things, yeah. you know, obviously it's like the light and all that type of stuff, but it's like, how does that all function? Like, I know how like kind of a, ca- even a camera or like a computer, when you really think about like the bare bones of it, how that like transits from like electricity to like you seeing something on the screen and all that. T- obviously it like, you know, had stages, but, and then even like how your ear hears, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's just like different set or uh, vibrations or whatever, but it's still like, it's just crazy. Uh, you know, the system Man. that uh, is with or, you know, organically, but, yeah. Um, going back to shitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I kind of bring this up because I think um, I think I you should give a new a new uh, I might have a new and improved way to do things for you. Mm, okay, I'm listening. Have you ever looked into wet wipes? Are you talking like baby wipes? Yeah. Well, I guess for your ass. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh I've been on that train for many a year. Oh, have you? Yes. Oh, are you like fully on board like uh oh, 100%. You I take a long time ago. I, I literally every time I travel, I take some with me. Well, I'm I'm saying do you use them exclusively and you don't use any dry toilet paper? Uh I use the combo always. I use, use the, the wet combo really. Yes, I'll go my but the tried and true is you go TP so you can assess the situation. <laughs> if nothing comes and off. And you don't want to waste a wet wipe, too. No, don't, don't, those are like gold. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> so you, you assess the situation. Or I guess what uh, what, what do you take? You really can just take the OODA loop, you know, orient yourself. Uh, I don't remember the rest of the OODA loop. Observe. <laughs> observe, yeah. Decide orient, act. observe, decide, act. So orient yourself. You get the <laughs> paper. <laughs> oh sorry observe orient aside observe so observe you orient <laughs> swipe man what do i got here i got a clean piece of paper am i gonna be here for three days I, or am i gonna be <laughs> am i wiping uh, like a, a sharpie on a piece of paper or am i i'm <laughs> not getting clear like man i got nothing there you can make your decision i got nothing on the toilet paper uh i'm in a rush i can probably go or I, I got the time. I want to make sure I'm really clean. Hit it with the hit it with the, uh, the wet wipe. Then again, you orient yourself with the wet wipe. Observe. It's pretty clean back there. You know, it's almost nothing. I'm probably gonna say that's good. Decide, toss it in. Good. And then you know that's that's my typical combo. And then if you're really good. Once I do the wet wipe, because it's a little bit wet back there, that's that's how you get a little bit itchy a couple hours later if you don't get rid of the wetness. Really? So, so I've been going – I've been trying exclusive wet wipes, and I prefer that. You prefer, prefer a little bit of wetness back there? Well, I, I mean – so here, here's the uh, awkward part of this. <laughs> it's uh, – the wipes I got are Preparation H wipes. Oh, Oh, so whoa. I don't I don't believe I need those, but it's just very awkward because like on the front. So I'm staying with uh, Recky right now, but uh, he's he's away right now. But on the uh, like on the on the label, it's like preparation H is like huge lettering, you know, with the brand. So it's just so <laughs> so awkward, you know. But 
Uh, the cooling sensation is out of this world, I bet. Yeah, so it's got some like witch hazel and like all this other type of stuff. So I don't know if it's their like special stuff or I don't know, but it like it doesn't it does it's not too wet in the end. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I don't know, dude. It's been working good. But then my other question is, what do you think about buying a bidet? Uh, I have always wanted to buy one. Once I experienced the bay, bidet. I yeah, I think we talked about this. I have the yeah. This was on the original uh, pod, like the when it was on our foundation, we talked about yeah. this. Yeah, okay. At the uh, uh, well, we're at the 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 star. What was it? The something star in Guam. Pacific Star. The Pacific Star. They had bidets, and uh, yeah, they were pretty. <laughs> I mean, the Pacific Star. Wait, bidet, they did? Yeah, some rooms did. Uh, it. I mean, it's not the Dusatani or the. Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Marriott or whatever we say that that was fire. Um, they had the best bidets, um, but yeah, I'm on board with the bidet. Uh, that can definitely cut down on your TP usage as well. If that was the case, you combine the bidet with the wet wipe. You do. You don't have to do anything. Oh my god! So you're living in you're you're hitting level seven almost right there. <laughs> Would you say you're in the lap of luxury? Dude, you are in the lap of luxury <laughs> if you're doing that. So. I've I've looked into like bidets and there's some like well we're definitely in 2019 because there's some that are in 2030. Oh. <laughs> They're like it's like a whole like seat combination and yeah you can it's like heated seats yep. you know I don't know it's like sanitized it's got the spray it's got like heated sprays all this yeah. type of stuff I think it's even got like some air back there too oh it's wow just, it's just, what the hell is going and i think it was like it's it's a pretty penny i think it's like a thousand dollars but i Ooh. but the thing is like i mean how how often do you share your house right you want the comfort at home but then yeah. once you get it do you think you're ever going to be able to like shit at work and i mean <laughs> shooting, at work, shooting at work is a whole new discussion you know but yeah it's like once you I, get google are you ever going to not use google right <laughs> So I don't know. I think I got to look into that, but um, I, I just got to drop the money maybe, but because uh, I don't think there's trial versions of that, but, <laughs> but uh, dude, shitting at work. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, I was going to say that I, was I, like one of our last discussions, but this is definitely something we need to talk about. Yeah. I avoid that at all costs, man. Oh man. So I was, I was on board with that 100%. I only like taking a dump in my own domain. I'm a domain dumper, okay? Um, and eventually, you just got to let it, like, when you got it, when you got to go, you got to go. And I think living the life, like I said, my current career field, um, I've had to do worse. <laughs> I've had to do worse. I've kind of just embraced it where, like, before I would, you know, I'd put down TP or toilet paper on the seat so I wouldn't get those germs and... Uh, or if I didn't have that, I'd just hover above the seat, you know, <laughs> uh, kind of like a little bitch, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but now I don't care. I'm like, I look, there's no piss on the seat. I'm taking the seat. And it doesn't matter. It could be like I've had to use some grimy stuff. Like I took a like I went on exercise and some people swear by this. I think this is just army people swearing by this. But taking a dump in nature, I hate it. But I did. I've done that. And after I did that, I'm like, I don't care. I will. uh I'll I'll poop in a porta potty. Don't care. Yeah, I think the most 
the weird part is for me is like I don't know what it is, but at work it seems the stalls are always like super small. They're fucking cramming toilets in there, you know. Yeah. And so like I feel like every time I go, somebody else is shitting too. It's like yeah, what? and this Come is a combination. What are the odds? Dude, a combo of two different disgusting smells, that yeah. ain't good. It ain't so, good. So, I have so many things to talk about here. So, <laughs> like, it's especially tough with a flight suit, I feel like, because yep. once you, like, pull your flight suit down, I feel like your name tag just gets shown to the guy to the left of you. <laughs> <laughs> I always flip mine inside out when I can see my yeah, <laughs> So do I. <laughs> I can easily tell by boots though in the flying squad because you know there's only yeah. certain because I never wore flyers boots. Uh so I guarantee you people are like, Oh, yep, that's luxury. One of my great, one of my worst, like uh what is it called? Not unrealistic fears or um Irrational fears. Yeah, yeah, is uh like I'll like just like shit <laughs> just like shit horribly, you know? And like you cut you kinda try to time it so like you get out of there, clean your hands and get out before you yeah. see the other guy you know but like it's like i have a horrible shit and then like it's my squadron commander or something like that it's <laughs> just like, like damn Ford, you i'm just like, like screaming that. and stuff <laughs> <laughs> will come out oh man but i i just don't know what people do in the bathroom by the way because they're just like shit sitting there right like by the time I get in, they're still sitting there. I don't hear anything. You know, nothing's going on. And isn't it always funny you try to like you try to shit when like a noise gets made or something like that? You know? Like you know, my one of my favorite pastimes too is like if I know I'm in the bathroom, I can hear somebody pooping and they stop, and like I start like rustling things and then wait for them to try to like poop during the rustling. I quickly stop. Yeah, like, me turn, too. Turn me on the too. Faucet. And I hear him try to take it up, and I'll quickly turn it off. <laughs> just Even before I shit, I just, like, start, like, rolling the toilet paper, you yeah. know, to make that noise. And then I just shit over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And apologies once more, folks. We had another technical difficulty, uh... We never claim to be great at this, but um, anyways, here we go. We're picking it back up. All right. <laughs> yeah, so we're trying to pick up where we left off here. Um, <laughs> this is impossible. I know, we, I know. We uh, lost all so speed. I was like, <laughs> I was talking about how I, uh, let me give a good pause here. Well, actually, I'll give a good pause after I get to my point, but uh, I was like, so I messed with the toilet paper to get that noise going, and they're like, shit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're just like rustling. Like it's going to stop it. I just, I just like bring leaves in from outside and just start like crumbling them up. Oh, man. But, but yeah. yeah, it's like I walk. I don't get it. I walk in. The guy's just sitting there. Like no noise is being made. He's not like shitting his pants, you know. Um, and then I go in there, do my business. You know, somebody comes in, you know, uses the lint sink or something. So I like take that opportunity to shit, you know, covert ops. And then <laughs> I wipe and I get out, and that guy's still there. Like he hasn't done anything. It's like, what the fuck is going on, man? Yeah. No? I'm always, so here's another thing I'm always self conscious is the rolling of the toilet paper or like when you pull it from the, <laughs> when you, and it's like, brr, brr, brr. like maybe I just pull it for too much force, but I'm pooping. And, like, I'm making noise with the toilet paper roll. I hear other people wiping. I'm like, how did you do that so quietly? 
Like, I can hear the wipe, but I don't hear any toilet paper coming off. You can hear the wipe? Like, I hear, because you hear, it's it's kind of like a, uh, it's like a, like a rub, like it sounds like toilet paper rubbing on your butt. I don't know. (laughs) It sounds exactly like when you wipe, but yeah. It sounds like them opening up the newspaper in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Also, another uh, common, uh, uh. Common, what's it called? Uh, people reading, basically, people reading the newspaper when they're taking a dump. Oh yeah, that was uh, yeah, that's kind of like the thing from the from before of uh, no one does that anymore, huh? No, no one does it anymore because they're on their phone. They're on your phone. You're not even reading the newspaper. And that's why they said, like, you know, you think a toilet is the most uh, germ, you know, contentious thing. It's actually your phone because people are. Yeah. Sometimes I find that hard to believe, but at well, the same time, I guess I, it makes sense because if people are shitting and then they, they're, I mean, you're on your phone everywhere, right? And you never clean that or, you know, you yeah. rarely clean it. Right. So yeah, uh, I'm never cleaning it. And sometimes I like set it down on my pants. I'm just like, uh, probably poop, like I'm a germaphobe, like poo particles going like if I, if I'm on the phone, I, cause I wipe with my right, I'm not touching the phone with my right hand. So <laughs> Yeah, me too. I usually like I I try to not even be on my phone when I'm shitting, you know. Yeah, can't risk it. Even at home. But um here's another thing about the bathroom is why am I even Okay, I'm washing my hands, guys. Don't worry, all right. But yes. why like when I when I'm in a flight suit and I go to, you know, men have it easy with like the bottom zipper, we just, you know, let our wiener fall out essentially. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> but some of us <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i have to go find it but uh it's like if i could just you know unzip it from the bottom pull my underwear down and then if i just can just pee from there i'm never even touching my wiener right so yeah. what like what am i cleaning right i mean yeah. I'm going to wash my hands because I was, you know, all the poo particles and all that, you know, just being there. And I mean, yeah. you should wash your you, hands. You off. walk, you walk through there. You got so many poo particles, it'll make your head spin. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I feel, like, I gotta say, I mean, I guess you're a germaphobe. <laughs> if you're a germaphobe, you're not gonna understand. But it's like, I, I think society is way too germaphobe, or like, you know, I think we, I don't know, maybe it's good to you know uh error on that side of it right but i feel like we worry about it a little bit too much sometimes right uh maybe not with poop though <laughs> oh yeah no no absolutely not yeah i i will say this though the thing the time like because every now and then like i'll be honest i don't wash my hands every time i go to the bathroom if i poop yes every single time every time doesn't matter how clean it came out every right. time but like pee like if you're rushing you're working outside dude i'm i might not pee uh, I might not wash my hands. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah. But the thing that is that I always like, if I feel any splashback, I'm washing my. I, that's the thing. Oh that's yeah, splashback. splashback. You ain't fucking with that, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then, here's another thing about we're, we're talking about a bathroom. People, you've heard people say like, "Oh, urine is sterile," right? Yeah, where's that coming from? <laughs> it's body waste. How is it sterile? Like, if that's the case, if it's so sterile, then why don't I just piss on my hands and get it done with? Yeah, I know, right? There's ammonia in there. It's supposed to clean it, quote unquote. Why do I even care about washing my hands? That would be I don't, the most I don't, dude, way, huh? I don't believe it. I, I don't believe that one at all. 
I'm washing my hands. That's crazy. I didn't think about that. But, uh, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I, it's like at some point somebody said something and everybody just like follows along, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the other thing of like being open minded is like you also have to go and research everything. You know, trust the old trust but verify, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, God. What uh? What time are we at right now with all the? Uh, I think we're well over, but that's okay. We were probably at like one twenty, which is that's that's fine. Okay, let me see if I have. Oh, this goes back to what you were talking about before when you brought up the dentist with the smile uh, app. Mm-hmm. It's like who's being a dentist, man? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, do you really want to do that? Um... I don't know. I guess some people are passionate about it, and obviously it probably pays well too. But it's like. Especially the people who are the assistants where they're cleaning, you know, doing the cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? So I had in my SOS or squadron officer school class, had a dentist in my flight and some, and I didn't know this was a stereotype until they just meant it, but uh, they just said it. But dentists, I guess the stereotype is dentists are the worst doctors in their classes. Right. So like they put the worst people there. But I had no clue that was a stereotype. Um, right. But and I think like they kind of just can't hack it. I would think people who go into this – I would hope people who go into the certain fields want to do it. But I guess I mean, it makes sense, you know. Yeah. And to agree I – mean, and I asked – we asked the dentist and he was like, uh, that's not always wrong pretty much. He was like basically it confirms like, yeah, that, that happens a lot of times. Like, wow. Wow. But, hey, I mean there's still dentists. There's the doctors. No, I – I uh, Hate to I, I hate to even consider some of the dental hygienists I've had scrape my teeth in the military being be considered anywhere close because God they I, I never had a yeah they fuck me dentist. up man dude they're just like I feel like they're just they take those picks and they just start just digging digging picking and just yeah. that stuff like why is your mouth bleeding oh probably because you stabbed me eighteen times. <laughs> yeah. You should probably – like, let me stab you 18 times, and when you say you're bleeding, tell you that you fl- should probably floss a little bit more. <laughs> That's always the thing, man. They, uh, uh, how much do I have to floss for you to not say it, man? You know, it's yeah. like the last time they destroyed me, dude. <laughs> they, uh, You know how you have that little, like, handkerchief, uh, whatever thing, like the little bib, I suppose? <laughs> dude, yeah. that thing was a bloody mess. <laughs> I feel like they're always coming up with new technology too, with like how they um, do the cleaning and they give you that like little paste thing on like you know yeah. I guess it's like an extra level of protection or something like that. I always feel like they're like slowly getting better with that. Like it used to be like this really like abrasive brush, but now it's like easier or something. I don't know. I it, it, I don't know. The whole medical thing is just very odd to me. But uh, speaking of mega medical, actually, I just got informed that I have high cholesterol. Wow. I know. Cut out the the fats. They said it's uh, very atypical of my age, and I'm like, thank you. Um, But yeah, I guess it's uh, another informative portion of the podcast, huh? Um, You got to be careful of the red meats, um, which I guess I knew, but I just didn't know to what degree. But I think it's also tough, like when you're moving and stuff like that, like to eat healthy, you know, kind of get like settled and. I feel like I've been on the. I think I said this last podcast, but I've been on the move for like a year now. But yeah, something to watch out for, I suppose. Yeah, I think it's really just comes down to a lot of like just overall health and just eating. Right, it's really weird not to say that you're wrong at all. But 
I uh, like my cholesterol. I think it was okay, but it's always been like it's gotten better actually. Like I, I always act like whenever I get my blood drawn, like yeah, your cholesterol is perfect. And people always say don't eat um, the egg yolk, but every day I eat eggs and I eat the yolk, not a problem. They say it's good cholesterol. And then every night, just about, I have a steak. Uh, I ain't getting no redder than that. And I don't know. I wonder if it's just. Uh, I don't know what could be like. What's the difference between two like two people? And I know black people typically have uh, like higher cholesterol and issues with that kind of stuff too. So I'm always curious because I, I said I used to have an issue. I don't know. Um. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, I, <laughs> I definitely could work out and shit like that more. And I, I think I'm doing a pretty good job with like vegetables and stuff. I guess this is uh now it's Port's uh, personal diet uh, podcast. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I think – well, the reason I brought that up was because it's like they – I was like asking them about like when was the last time they – uh, you know, like what was my history or what's the trend data, you know? Yeah. And they're like, oh, you had one last year and it was bad, which is why we uh, asked you for it again this year. I'm like, I don't remember giving you guys blood last year. What? When did this, <laughs> like when did this happen, you know? But then they said like the last time was like 2012. And I was like – what the fuck? Why are you guys waiting, you know, so long? And they, they were like, well, actually, in like non-military, um, they only check when they're in like their 30s or like late 30s or something. I'm like, that's fucked up, man. You know, it's like, and that's the type of stuff I hate. Is like, I'm so worried about like, you know, in like 20 years or something like that, I'm gonna look back at this time and realize I was like really fucking something up, like whether financially, <laughs> financially or like you know health-wise. It's like, but like nobody tells you anything. You know what I mean? I feel like we're really bad about that. Like, and sometimes I just want to go on Facebook and be like, "Hey, PSA, you know, you know, X." You know, it's like recently I talked about, um, or yeah, it's just like you know, hey, this app's good, or you can use this, you know, or like mm-hmm. make sure you watch out for this. I think some people dismiss it, but I, I hope I can uh, save some people from mistakes. You know? Yeah, you gotta be the change you want to see. <laughs> I think we need some uh, ceremonial music here, and I think we got to end it at that one. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. yeah, um, yeah, let's see. Oh, one more quick thing is like with the eggs thing. Mm-hmm. They were even talking about like, you know, the, the studies go back and forth about whether eggs are good for you or bad for you with the cholesterol and all that type of stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm like, how are we at this level where it, it's 2019 and we can't figure out like, because I, I know what they mean, like, you know, a study comes out, it's like coffees, you know, is going to reduce your risk of cancer. And then the other day it's like, don't drink too much. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. how are we supposed to navigate this? And everybody's kind of like you were saying, every person's body's different, but it's like, what are these studies really doing for us? Yeah. You know, I think somebody, like, people get the result they want to see and then they publish it. And it's partially because of that, like that outrage, not outrage culture, but like, it's the same vein. It's just not outraged. It's like, People just go overboard and like like you remember when people all of a sudden bacon was the thing to have bacon on everything. Yeah. Bacon on burgers, bacon on breakfast, bacon and lunch, bacon in your waffle, bacon in your donut, like just bacon all the time. And people are like, Oh yeah, no, bacon's actually good because it has all this uh good fat. Like, yeah, it does have good fat in it. But all the same time, if you just eat bacon all the time, your cholesterol is probably gonna go up or your you know, it's like it's just I, I really think every everything it's all about moderation. And as I heard somebody say the other day, I truly think that the best diet is 
the one you stick to. Ah, yes. Did you, uh, Serge actually said that on the, uh, recent That's podcast. what, it, he did say that. That's where I heard it. Mother yeah, God. yeah. I, I, I stole his thunder. Well, this podcast is going to come out after he said that, but, <laughs> like, that's where I heard it. I was like, yeah, that's actually really good, because uh, I was, I was checking it, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, a, he's a very wise man, I must say. Yeah, uh, he's, why don't we should get him on more? Yeah, I know, he's pretty good. He has a lot of opinions, or, yeah. A lot of um, well thought out uh, kind of ideas and opinions, yeah. but um, too, so that's good. But then, real quick, <laughs> I don't know. Is it too late? Can I go back to the shitting uh, portion? Of the uh, yeah, we'll end it on the shitting one. Um, Mexican restaurants. Okay. Shouldn't they invest in like toilet paper companies? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're have using so much. And first. first What'd you say? Do you have a problem with Mexican food? Like as far as taking a dump? Oh after? no! I, I think I, a lot I mean, of people. Do, but... I think yeah. I think it oftentimes, especially Taco Bell or something like that. Oh my god, dude! I might as well, you know, bring a new pair of underwear to Taco Bell. <laughs> but that, um, <laughs> but the other thing is like I use. So I mean, I, I think I can answer this question. You know, like Mexican food makes people shit. Let's say like Chinese food does, okay. uh, or like Thai food, or whatever. Yeah. What are the people in those respective countries doing then? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a Just like, uh, like in Wu-Tang, you got iron, the iron lung, uh, golden arms. Dude, they got iron stomachs, man. When it comes to that, like they're just built it's up the tolerance. I, I mean, a lot of it's Americanized and that probably makes it worse, I suppose. But yeah. it's still like if this if this cuisine makes people shit, it's like what are they – because they – you know, certain ingredients and stuff. I guess they – yeah, maybe just, uh, you know, how they grew up. So they, they are – they're better about it just like pe- some people are better with spices. Yeah. But yeah, the other thing is um, with toilet paper usage, I feel like I use a lot, dude. I'm running through rolls. Same. <laughs> I'm running through rolls like once a week or something like that. You See, know, I've tried. I've tried to cut down. So I don't because I told you I take a dump one time usually, and it's right before I work out, and I work out when I'm at work. So I don't use that much toilet paper anymore. Like it's usually like the weekends when I use it. But I, so, I go ahead. Um. So it is a different topic. If I or it's a, it's along the same vein. But um, how do you think the wet wipes are really expensive because? Like, do you think it's more expensive than toilet paper? No, because I, I think you add in like to get a good solid clean. Like, so right. you, when you when you have the messy, like the clean ones, that's not the issue. You don't prepare for the clean ones. You prepare for the messy ones. the <laughs> The amount of toilet paper you use for the messy ones, is yeah, it makes, literally, it makes it's up probably more. cut. Yeah, dude, it's probably cut in a quarter. So, like, you you. If you get a like, – think about it. If you get a really messy one, the amount of clean that you get just from using three wipes, uh, wet wipes, is like the same what you would do for, you know, 50 – or not or not 50, but like like seven, eight, nine wipes with the toilet paper. And then at that point, you're clogging your toilet. And even worse, you probably cause some chafing back there. Wet oh, wipes, you can't yeah. get no chafing, you know? Um, and you're not bleeding. Like I've had like a blood – uh, to sorry, listeners – not suitable for uh, listening at work or not suitable for work, I guess, NSFW. But I've had bloody butthole from wiping a lot, you know? <laughs> if you're, like, having a bad day. Like, if you're having a bad couple of days, but wet wipes usually <laughs> save me. 
Dude, what wife saved me every time. Oh, yeah. If you have, like, a bad – if you have a bad wipe or a bad, like, session, I suppose. Yeah. And then <laughs> that, that shit could follow you for weeks. Co- yeah. Yeah, but, like, it, it'll be – like, the be- worst ones when you have a bad session, you're like, man, the next one, I swear I got a little bit of blood is coming out. And then, like, an, an hour later, you're like, wow, I can't believe I'm about to go to the bathroom again. I'm definitely going to be bleeding. And then, sure enough, ugh. You gotta get a say, I'm not getting any blood luxury. I'm a little bit worried no. about you. Well, it's only because I wipe so hard. I, I'm, I, oh, I like. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I like it clean back there. So like, digging, I'm not stopping. Digging deep. No, man. I'm not digging up in there. But like, I'm not stopping wiping until there's nothing, absolutely nothing coming off on the toilet paper, and there's like maybe just a hint of little dirt on the wet wipe, and that could be dirt just because like my skin or something i don't know not necessarily completely. i forgot to mention this uh this podcast is uh sponsored by uh, preparation Asia wipes <laughs> yeah they, dude i'd take a lifetime supply of that yeah i take a month, a month I, supply i think i'm on the train i gotta say uh, i gotta look into that bidet but um yeah i think that concludes it for today that was a i think that was a pretty good one yeah got some good content out there all right well all right uh, we're uh we're starting to you know burn through these huh so that's pretty good uh, yeah your viewers i hope you're enjoying it we're uh we're, maybe we're getting a little bit back into our stride huh yeah i think so i think we we can start probably pushing these out a little bit more and uh get maybe more listeners a little bit more variety spread it on as we're growing slowly amongst all communities so that's yeah, good absolutely. all right talk to you guys soon all right the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.